time. It's time. So get your popcorn ready. It will be political. Political. It will be biblical. Biblical. We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful. So sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the Watchmen. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Watchman Podcast. My name is Casey, so good to be back with you guys today. Today is June 19th, 2023. Got Jesse back here. Uh, we're going to have a really good show today. I We had a great conversation already, and I believe we're going to bring out some really interesting stuff for people to understand the things that are going on in this world. Uh, Jesse even said we should title this episode Walking Through the Fire, so we're yeah. titling this episode Walking Through the Fire. It's the 18th time I've had Jesse on here. Um, just a reminder, though, before we get started, where to find me, it's going to be in the description box below, as well as all Jesse's information uh, for her websites, as well as her books, as well as her upcoming courses that she's got. And I'm going to let her talk about that um, as well. Um, but without further ado, Jesse, I say, let's just get right into this. Let's take down the devil. It's time. Yeah. We've been waiting too long right? for these people to be uh, held accountable for some of the things they've been doing. Um, so Jesse, if you don't, if you don't mind, let's start off with, uh, you know, just go ahead and give everybody the info. I know you got a couple of more courses coming out as well as the one coming out online, uh, the beautifully adorned that I went to with, um, you and Austin. Yeah. So we're going to have, uh, coming up, we're going to have a couple beautifully adorned workshops and the difference between that and the course is the course kind of gives you the whole outline of how to work through the deliverance and how to work through your healing process. Uh, the workshops are more focused on giving you that time in a group setting to work through that healing. So, um, you know, we take a lot of the tools and the um, different things that we're given in the course and really, you know, just focus on time applying those things and working through that healing process. So, I'll be in Maine, uh, August 10th through 12th. Uh, those tickets are now available on my website, kingdomlivingwithjesse.com. I encourage everybody to come because it really is quite, it's a different experience working through it on your own mm -hmm. versus, you know, in a group setting kind of gives you a very unique experience. You're not working on it alone. You're helping others work through their things as well. And, um, you know, from what I saw and experienced in that, it just was really encouraging and people felt supported. They felt mm -hmm. like they were kind of making that breakthrough, uh, Absolutely. working through their stuff in a, a group setting. So I really encourage that. And, you know, I, Casey, I mean, you've been, <laughs> the, the title for our episode is, is just so appropriate because mm -hmm. really, you know, you've been walking through that fire and, mm -hmm. um, there is a whole process to that and everything that the trauma, the, you know, the challenges, the pressure mm -hmm. that we feel just working through the things that we need healing over and the things that we've experienced. And, you know, you're not just doing it for yourself, but for your family as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's exactly right. And, and I re highly recommend the course and Jesse's right. The, the way she goes step-by-step step through, through each of those things, it, 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 cause you know, it can be overwhelming and you're like, I don't even know how, where to start in that. She does such a wonderful job, you know, going step-by-step step through each and every single one of the, you know, uh, steps on how to make her court case and take it to God. And, and, you know, the part Jesse, you know, you did with the feet washing. I just can't say enough mm -hmm. how, how, you know, humbling that is to have your feet washed. If you've never had them washed before, because 
I mean, it's one of those things, you know, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world for some people. Well, I think what was so powerful, the Lord kept telling me in that, that people have not heard those words or, or really like taking the time to receive and feel, feel it. But the whole thing behind the foot washing is that the Lord says, if I've washed your feet, your whole body is clean. Mm-hmm. You, you are clean. And so many times as we're going through, you know, our trauma, our junk, um, our guilt, our shame, whatever it may be, we've never heard those words, you know, you are clean mm-hmm. and, and come to that place where we can receive it. That's right. And the group setting is, is fantastic. And, and, and I can't say enough how many people you're going to meet that you, that'll blow your mind, you know, with that different things that people are going through, maybe not the same as you, but it's so it's it, it's so awesome to be able to sit there together and talk about those things and and have no judgment on you whatsoever, and honestly have nothing. But you're like you're all there. You're like, hey, we all got crap. We're all right. working That's on right. it. That's and it. And it's different because there's not like that feeling of like really. It just feels like that guilt, that shame that you carry the the wanting to silence and not like be exposed or not let other people see your junk Mm -hmm. that those feelings just kind of go away and you realize like hey I can share it with people I don't need to hide it I can bring it out in the open and I can receive healing for this Mm -hmm. and that's quite a different experience than I think what most people are used to especially in the church setting you know where you, you have that critical, that religious spirit that, you know, really continues to condemn even mm-hmm. after you have confessed your sins. That's right. That's exactly right. And I, I want to start out with here's something that I do want to bring out that I haven't even ever talked about really with anybody. Um, and Jesse doesn't even really know about this. It's nothing bad or anything, but men, get out and go to these events. There needs to be more of us that stand up. I mean, with what we see in society today, that they are so trying to feminize our society. They're trying to make men, if you want to look like a man, if you have hair on your face or hair on your legs or arms or any of these things, they want you to shave it all off. They want to feminize it. This is the demonic side of this. And you know, the Holy Spirit gave me something and I haven't done anything with it yet. So I'm just going to talk about it here for a second, because maybe there's somebody out there that knows where what steps I could take. If you do, the Watchmen Podcast 4 at gmail.com, uh, let me know. Because, I mean, there's a something the Holy Spirit put on my heart a while back, and it was about Gideon. And I talked about this a little bit last time, about Gideon's army. But the thing is, I mean, I just I heard this, you know, Project Gideon. We hear about all these different projects that, that mm-hmm. the government does. So I, Project Gideon. And what would Project Gideon entail? For me, it's men. There are so many men out there that are hiding in a hole because of the shame that yeah. they've – that the things that they've done, they maybe think that they can never do anything for God because they're so – you know, downtrodden, or they've done, they've committed the ultimate sin, whether it be pornography, whether it be, you know, sex outside of marriage. I mean, men should be able to come forward in the church and it's not happening right now. And I really feel like this is one, something that got I me mean, the prodigal son. I really believe this is a prodigal son generation. And I really believe that there, that men need to stand up and don't be afraid and don't let the media or anybody else tell you, you can't stand up because you're a white male, or you can't stand yeah. up because you're a man and you know, you're know you bullying women. You're All these things that they lie and try to get us. So I just want to read this one little scripture here, and, and it's in Judges, and it's about Gideon, and it's in Judges 6, 12, and it says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. I really believe there's people out there, and I'm yeah. telling you, get men need to wake up and get up. I mean, how many 
Jesse can tell you this. I went to the reveal uh, weekend the week before we did the Austin retreat, but there would be men in there. And, and the funny thing is the men were the ones that would have their minds blown so much because they're like, how can this even be? Because see, men don't want to admit they're wrong. We have the pride. It just is the way it is. And we don't want to, you know, some woman's going to tell us these, and these are all lies of the enemy. So that is just something. If you're out there, pray about that. You know, if you know any way that, that I could, you could help me get that started. I would love that because. I absolutely do Casey. Let's talk after this. And I've okay. got, connections too okay so. awesome awesome because project gideon is we're a gonna get it going so men get ready i know like, yeah if good. you're interested maybe we should put it this way we're gonna get something started for the men mm-hmm. email casey if you want in and we're gonna start we're gonna start calling the men forward so you know it's not gonna be easy we want those who are committed to the lord who are willing to make those changes and work through their stuff but let's and do some- it and so something that was also really cool, a story that you don't know that I was going to tell you too, is at the reveal um, uh, weekend, you know, George had me come up at the end and he prayed, he it was he was going to do some prayer. And the first thing he did was pull me up and wanted to pray over me for the trial in DC and just the things I've been going yeah. through. And so there was a few men that I never met. I don't know any of I mean, I knew Colin was there. I knew him just based on seeing him on the, on the after show, but but there was a couple other men, older men that were there. And one of them came up to me at the end that night afterwards. And he said, Hey man, I just want to let you know, I'm praying for you. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to get choked up because it was some, something really cool. But he told me, he said, I told God, give them all my angels, Lord, help to help to send to help him. And it was like, you know, I don't even know this guy. And he's yeah. like, I'm serious, brother. You know, I'm praying for you. I understand what you've been going through. And it's something that really touched my heart. And uh, another and another report from that too was at, at the Austin weekend, I had um, a man by the name of Peter and, and Colin was also there and they came over mm-hmm. and we were at a time of prayer and they're like, man, we just want to lay hands on you and pray for you. Is that okay? And I was like, absolutely. And I was like, again, trying not to get choked up because mm-hmm. I mean, it just was so awesome. So men, please stand up and take your place. I mean, we have a place in the kingdom of God. It is the way yeah. that it is. So anyways, ooh, the sappy stuff aside. Walking <laughs> in that Gideon authority. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. I mean, these people don't have authority over us. I don't care how high level the Satanists are. They don't have authority over Jesus. So anyways, Jesse, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really planning to talk about that, but uh, it was something really cool. I mean, it really touched my heart when the guy's like, I just told God, give them all my angels too. And I was like, wow, man, that was really powerful. And uh so anyways, Jesse, we got news to chat about. First thing let's talk about is, uh, you know, we talked about walking through the fire. So I've been walking through the fire. You know, I've had to deal with a lot of these things. You know, ever since January 6th, I've struggled to have consistent work. And if it was, it wasn't the greatest in the world. You know, I got a family. I've got a wife and three kids. It's not been the easiest thing in the world currently right now. You know, I'm living off of donations from this podcast and, uh, you know, some donations from others which I am grateful and thankful beyond anything you could imagine. It's hard for me. I know it's, I know it's pride to even accept it because it's like, you know, I'm a guy, I'm a man, I'm supposed to be providing and see, they've done everything they can to make it to where I can't provide and to make it to where I can't. And so I was talking to Jesse about this a little bit before, and I was unsure if I wanted to talk about it, but, but I decided let's, let's go ahead and do this. And I want to let you know that I want you to understand. So even not in my case, but it could be in my case when we get there, but in some of these Jan six jury pools, I just want you to be aware of this. I've said it once before, but I'm going to say it again and again and again. They actually have prosecuting attorneys from the federal government in the jury pool. 
I mean, if you don't understand how crooked and corrupt this whole thing and perverted this whole thing is of what they're trying to do, I mean, how fair is it that we have a prosecuting attorney in the jury against against you as a as as just a regular citizen? I mean, the whole thing. And so that was one thing. And the other thing that I was telling her was, is that, you know, that since I moved, you know, I have to a different state now. I have, you know, different pretrial service and we're under pretrial conditions. And, you know, I lady was just really hard timing me about getting a job what's your job what's your job what's your job when I first moved and I'm like why is she doing this to me you know what is the whole thing with this you know like I'm just don't want to do anything and so uh finally I said will you send me a uh, my pre-trial conditions and and it may not have been her I'm not accusing her because I know they have people they have to answer to and things Mm -hmm. and so she sent me my pre-trial conditions and so I saw the ones that were checked of what requirements were for me to do well maintaining having and maintaining a job was not one of them so Mm -hmm. I sent her back. I said, Hey, look, I don't know why that this has been such a big deal. I've never had to deal with this when I was in Florida at all. Then I never even had this discussion, but why are you telling me this when this isn't even one of my conditions? And so she brought back out, uh, okay, let me check and I'll see why I'm not sure why I saw there was a note in here. So went through it, came back, sent me a whole email, which where she was telling DC that I was non-compliant with what I was doing. And they came back and told her, well, that's not one of his conditions. So we weren't marking him non-compliant up here. And she goes, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. So she calls me back, says, hey, sir, you were right about that. I apologize. My apologies. Have a great day. So I had to push back. You know, I, I don't like to be that guy, to be honest, in some ways. I mean, if it's got to do with my kids or my wife or something, my family, that's one thing. But I don't want to just, I don't like to just bulldoze people. I don't, I'm not that guy. So anyway, so that that stopped that. Then I got switched over to another lady. It was the same type of thing. Started up again. Mm-hmm. Well, then come to find out, she mentions, well, the reason I'm asking you this is how much you're making is because we get funding based on how much money that you bring in, which is, in my opinion, and Jesse could confirm this, that this is exploitation. Yeah, exploitation. That they're, It's like, why are they making money off of January 6th people? Or any crook, to be honest, and I'm not a crook, but yeah. I mean, anybody that's been convicted of anything, they're getting money based on how much money they make in the real world. This is this has got to stop. This is not. I mean, this is some really corrupt stuff that's going and, on. And I mean, the sad thing is they're getting money off of those people. But we know, like, if you look into, let's just say it's a regular person who's been tried and is in prison and stuff. Like, I mean, those people literally make nothing mm-hmm. like they have to live off of nothing yes That's some right. things are provided but even beyond that you know it's like if they work they're maybe getting like a dollar an hour i mean it's ridiculous how little it is and mm-hmm. you know my number is not perfect on that but look into it and to think that you know then they get out they you know they keep pushing them to get better and better jobs um you know, and it's not to better that person or to make their lives better. It's because they get more funding in their follow-up with you. And and the whole thing behind that is our, our government, our prison systems, our states should not be making any money Mm-mm. off people, even if they've committed crimes and come That's out. Right. Like once you come out, once you've served your time, you should have your rights restored. That's right. You know, you, I could see like it, it maybe extreme situations, there might be some limitations, but there's no reason for a person's personal rights to never be restored. That's exactly and, right. 
when we see the corruption, we're seeing that, you know, many people are being pulled into that system unlawfully. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they were a kid, a teenager, they stole once out of a store and now their whole life is affected because of that. Um, you know, so there's a lot of changes that need to be made. Absolutely. Right? Exploitation is really what, what is happening. They're exploiting and in both situations, situa- that's right. And in both situations, when I brought up the fact that these were my pre-release conditions, and and uh, you know, they said yes, you're, you know, you're you're right, sir. And so I, I don't know that it was the lower level people that are over me, watching over me, but at the same time, it isn't right in any way. And so I already have enough pressure, and I know, I mean, believe me, I know all the pressures of being a dad. I know all the pressures of being a husband, and at the same time, going through all these things, it's not the easiest thing in the world. So. Please keep me in your prayers. I know you have, and I know Jesse does, and she's been such a great help, and she's come alongside and really been one of my biggest supporters, and I'm just so grateful for for her and for that and for her ministry. Mm-hmm. So with that, Jesse, let's talk about um, what's going on in the world right now. We've got military everywhere in our country. I think it's up to 30-something states now we're seeing. Um, had some weather out here that was pretty crazy, some power outages in different places that aren't normal, you know, ATMs yeah. closed. Uh, gas stations closed. You can't get in. The people are buying up all the gas. Jesse, what is going on out there with what you got, with what you're hearing? Well, with with what I'm hearing, I believe it's I believe it's good stuff. I think you got a combination. You know, we've talked previously about good military, bad military. Um, you know, we know that as things have been transpiring the past couple of years, you know, it's my belief that the good military has really been you know surfacing the corruption that has been taking place first at you know the legislative the executive branches and now we have the last you know the judicial and the congressional branches and you know with that you also have the military complex which is not good and i think that what we see happening is um you know this combination of all these things i i encourage people to keep you know, following Timothy Charles mm-hmm. keep watching, right. reading his articles and the videos he puts out because really it's, it's telling the new story. Um, you know, what is the news? It's, it's that, you know, we have a president, not, not the faux president. Mm-hmm. We have a president who is fighting for the people, the children he's fighting against the human trafficking and he is showing the corruption that is happening even within our own government and military and you know we're seeing the the truth about the swamp and how the swamp has been operating come to the surface Mm -hmm. and i think that you know as he's been draining that swamp what we're seeing now is you know first the swamp got drained at that governmental level uh, then we started seeing, you know, things that were happening um, at the state levels. You know, how many state government people have all of a sudden resigned or retired, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been astronomical numbers. And now I believe that we have to see it at the community level. So I think that that's why we're seeing militaries show up in all these communities. I believe, you know... I can't prove it, but it is my belief that some of these odd weather phenomena things yeah. that we are experiencing 
definitely are coordinated and are orchestrated, whether it's against the movement of good military or for the movement of good military. But I mean, I, I see the movement of military where we're seeing weather stuff go on. That's so right. I think that it is, you know, purposeful. Um, I think the good news and all that is that we do have, you know, a president that is in control, not a faux president. I think we have a president and good military men and women who are in control, who are draining that swamp. And, you know, I think we're going to see some big shifts over this next few months. And um, I think they're going to come quickly. And with that, I think we're going to see, you know, a bunch of uh, not just survivors, but those who have been wrongfully attacked by our government and our military. And, you know, really our government and military have been weaponized against we the people. And I think we're going to see the stories, the testimonies of, you know, of the regular people coming forward about how things have been weaponized against them. And Casey, I sure hope, you know, I mean, I hope there's that day where you can stand up and share the fullness of, I would love of how our government and judicial system have been weaponized against you and your family. I agree. And, and it's not only just about me, it's about all of us, you know, the, the yeah. judicial systems, I'm sorry to say sucks in every way. And the whole thing is, it's all set up for corruption, you know, so it's, mm -hmm. it's really sad. I mean, and we, and I think I'm so thankful to President Trump, because he brought to light, we were living in communism, and we didn't even realize it. We just didn't even realize it. We were so mind controlled by the news media. And, and, you know, they wouldn't show us truths. They have an agenda. We all know it. And uh, he, he brought all that forward. I mean, think about it. It wasn't, it didn't exist. It did in some areas, you know, you'd have a whistleblower here or there, but it wasn't yeah. on this mass scale, the way that it is now being. I, I love that you use that specific wording too. I think people really need to hear that, that we we were living in communism. That's it. I didn't even realize that. Mm -hmm. It was fall. It was a false, we had a false freedom. <laughs> the mm -hmm. way that they think, oh, we'll let you do this and this and this, but, you know, and so, you know, interesting. You have to be compliant to it. this and this and this, you know, God forbid you decide not to be compliant in any matter, you know, and I mean, even down to the fact where, you know, they put little stickers on the floor just to make you feel good because every person loves stickers, right? right? They put little stickers on the floor that tell you exactly where you have to stand, stand and God uh, forbid you go the wrong direction or don't stand on your proper st sticker six feet away from the mm -hmm. next person, you know? And I had people that got mad at me for going up the wrong aisle before the grocery store during all that time. They're like, you're supposed to be going the opposite way. And it's like, and, and you're going to cause a natural disaster <laughs> and people are going to die because you it. walked in the wrong direction. And it, it's crazy. It is something, you know, you said about Biden, because it is something interesting about him is that if you go back and look and, you know, Tim brought this out on one of his videos that he wrote right handed originally. And all of a sudden, since he's been supposedly the president, he's writing left handed now. So the guy can't put a sentence together, but he's now ambidextrous and he can write both right-handed and <laughs> left-handed. It's pretty interesting, isn't it? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there's some other things that could imply, you know, like the left-handed, the left-hand path. Ooh, I didn't and, even think about that. Yeah. It's interesting. I written, Or I'm, maybe that he's really trying to show support to Israel because a lot of Israelites are left-handed, you know? Wow. I mean, there could be a lot of things That's in true. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
of the lineage of Saul, I believe that it or was. Or maybe it's saying really he works for and is paid for by the Sanhedrin. Ooh. Wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> that sure would. To think that our that the leaders of our country aren't even running our country and that someone else is actually running our country into the ground, mind you, into the ground. Right. And believe me, that is their goal. So with that, Jesse, that you brought up a great point. Let's talk about this for a second. We're let's talk about the great awakening versus the great reset. Let's talk about the uh light side of the system versus the dark side. You know, we got into a little bit of this before we started and um I guess I just want to ask you, you know, and I, and I guess before I ask you, I want to say, I just on my own research, following you, listening to others, whistleblowers talk about these things, you kind of come to the reality of it's almost just like what we've been lied to. I mean, and this is why I want people to understand and wake up to. It's no different than the political system that we've been we've been exposed to for the last however many years in our government where they gave you a Republican and they gave you a Democrat. And sometimes they would give you an independent. Sometimes they would give you a Green Party candidate, all these different, you know, sides, when in reality, we're all on the same side. So when we talk about great They're all in the same system. It's just they choose to specialize in different magic groups, you know, different circles. So going into the light side of the system versus the, or, or excuse me, the Great Awakening versus the great reset, I came to the reality, and this is just my own personal belief. And it's, to me, it seems obvious. They're both the same thing. They're both the same thing. And we've heard, we've heard on the reveal report from George talking about the occult side of things and Jesse on there too. And then Jesse also talking about political things from stuff that she experienced and knows that they, when they give you a gift, if you accept it, then you're at that point are accepting. So they're throwing this false reality out here of the evil, the dark, you know, you're going to own nothing and you'll be happy from Klaus Schwab. And then you got the other side of, of it is Nasara Jasara. You're going to have all the money in the world. You won't have to have anything you can have. You're going to get med beds. You're going to get healing. You're going to get all these wonderful, special things. And of course, everybody's going to say, I choose that side. I choose that side. Cause see, they're telling you there's only mm -hmm. two sides. They don't give you the kingdom of God side. They don't give you the biblical right. side. They, they have some false, they use the Bible to manipulate Christians, which we as Christians should really be upset and offended because I really get offended by that because for the fact that don't tell me, I don't need, I don't need generals and I don't need uh, people that aren't even biblically sound telling me how to live as a Christian. I'm sorry, I don't. I can look at the Bible. I can read the Bible myself and I can, you know, discern things. And we do have the, I mean, the Bible does say he puts pastors, preachers, teachers, apostles, prophets there for the perfecting of the saints. That's right. biblical. So we know that they're okay. But at the same time, they do have an agenda and their agenda is to deceive you. The Bible says that Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, is the great deceiver. What does that mean? This new yeah. system that they're bringing in is complete deception in every single way. Well, I mean, even before that, I mean, how many angles do they work it? You know, they take, they take the biblical truth that, you know, we are to, um, you know, respect, honor our pastors, our teachers, our shepherds, our elders, that we're to have that, you know, God's hierarchy structure um, for how he wants us to be held accountable and, and the authority um, that we're to abide by or, or be under. But in that, you know, what did they do? They stacked the churches. You know, they put their high-level masons in there as pastors who then interpret scripture for you, which is thus giving you a narrative 
And if you fall out of that narrative, then you're going to have condemnation, guilt, shame put on you, and they're going to threaten your salvation that, you know, cause salvation insecurity. And so they've stacked the deck so that, you know, that everywhere you turn, you feel like you're not in, you know, that, that you're walking outside of God's will. If you even question or rear your head against what they've established as the narrative. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we need to do is not be afraid to step into the truth and into our authority. You know, what does scripture say? It says that, you know, when we are in that personal relationship with the Lord, it says that he has given us the fullness of Christ, that we have the full measure and the full authority of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It says in Revelations that, by his blood, he purchased us mm-hmm. to be a kingdom of priests. Each of us are a priest in God's kingdom. That's right. Um, in Zechariah 3, what does it say about the priest? The Lord gives a, a commission or a charge to Joshua, who was the high priest at that time. And he says, if you will walk in my ways, then you shall have charge of my house and charge of my courts. Right. So we are meant to have that fullness of authority that is beyond just this physical earth. We're meant to have a seat in God's house and God's courts and to rule with justice, righteousness and the authority that he has placed upon us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is that authority that we have? It's to literally, you know, tear down to you know, remove the chains of wickedness and the Mm -hmm. bondage of oppression that's over the people. We have the authority to remove that. So why are we subjecting ourselves to, you know, underneath the headship of a system or anybody that is trying to hold us into bondage underneath that headship of wickedness and oppression? You know, so there needs to be a shift made there. That's right. Um, you know, and and really, they you're right. They they absolutely they hand us a coin. Mm-hmm. That coin has two sides. You know, either it's going to be this way, where the dark side is ruling, and you know, you've got the rape, torture, cannibalism. <laughs> um, you know, every graphic, horrible thing that you're subjected under, or or we got the light side which is so much better. You're going to have prosperity and peace and goodness and med beds and, you know, mm-hmm. energy beds and, Money. you know, there's going to be this goodness there really. But um, really, what are you looking at? They're giving you the same coin, which really is who's the headship of that coin. It's not Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's still the enemy system. It's still Satan, Lucifer. At the end of the day, who are they serving? Satan, Lucifer, and, you know, spirit of pride. Um, you know, raising us up, believing, you know, they want us to believe through that good side that we are our own gods, that we right. create our own destiny, mm-hmm. that we have sovereignty. and that sovereignty is not preached under the headship of Jesus Christ. That's right. They don't want Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. They don't want you to surrender everything under Jesus's headship, which is where God has placed everything is under Jesus's feet, not right. our feet. They want to push sovereignty 
so that you will elevate yourself up as your own God. And, you know, it's the same agenda, just being presented a different way. You know, who's going to raise himself up as God? Lucifer's not going to raise you up as God at the end of the day. He's not going to say, look at all you did for my kingdom or for me to get here. He's raising himself up as God. That's, That's right. always been his agenda. Everything that happens on either side of that coin is to prosper Satan's agenda for himself. And you are not included in that. It doesn't matter how loyal you have been. I have known people who have been loyal to him well over 50 years at the end of the day, they pass from this world into the next with diddly squat. That's right. Gives them nothing. They get to take nothing with them and they give up everything. You know, like Esau, who sold his entire inheritance um, for a bowl of lentil stew. The enemy has put us into positions where people are selling their entire inheritance in the kingdom of God, which transposes into this physical earth, we are giving up everything for the enemy's lentil stew. He makes mm -hmm. it look good. He makes it palatable, tells us how much we need it to survive. You know, what did Esau say? I can't live another moment. I will die unless I eat. That's right. And that's what the enemy tells us. He gives us that lentil stew and says, you're going to eat it. You're going to like it. You choose to, you, you know, and, you want and, the lentil stew or you want things the way they were. And, you know? and, and, and I'm some... saying, forget it. I don't want the lentil stew. I'm going to step into my authority mm -hmm. and I'm going to have access to the kingdom, kingdom currencies. And I'm going to do what God called me to do. I'm going to walk in that authority. I'm going to heal sure. the sick. I'm going to raise the dead. I'm going to cleanse the lepers. I'm going to cast out the demons and the principalities. I'm going to take authority over the land where God said, every place your foot treads, it shall be yours. And I'm going to remove the wickedness, tear down the wickedness and remove the enemy's strongholds. And what does the Lord say? That when we do that in Deuteronomy, he says, when you tear down the strongholds i will drive the enemy from the land so get ready because god's getting in his chariot mm -hmm. and that fiery chariot he's going to drive the principalities and the enemies out of this land and it's going to be quick and if you think about it too the way that the bible says the just shall live by faith multiple times paul wrote about that and if you look at what the the Nasara is, and if you look at what med beds are, so what they would be saying is that you have all the money, you don't need any money, and you don't need to worry about health because you could get healed instantly. What reason would we have? Because most people trust God, and you go turn to God mostly in times of trouble, not so much in times of good and plenty. And so if that's the case, wouldn't that make sense that Satan's the one giving it to you because he's trying to tell you, you don't have to even trust God. Look, here you can have all this, and you can have all this, which is why Jesus, I believe, said that it's easier for um uh, it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God than it is for a camel to go into yeah. the eye of needle, which we know was in the temple, you know, getting down and going to the temple. But the point of the matter is it's hard to he's making it so you don't need to worry about trusting God. And why would God do that? Because then we wouldn't have to walk by faith or live by faith. And then that's the whole way we retain salvation in the first place yeah. is by grace through faith. 
And that's such a powerful imagery of that, you know, it says for the eye of the needle, literally for that, what, what had to happen to get through that gate. That's right. Was that to go all the way they down. had to kneel down mm-hmm. and had to go through that, um, that gate on their yeah. knees with right. uh, humbleness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the truth is, is that many want that immediate healing. They want that immediate touch from God, but they're not willing to get on their knees and to ask for it. They're, you know, they're not willing to go before the Lord and say, okay, Lord, am I going through this suffering because of some sin in my life? Is there something that I need to correct? Right. Um, you know, why am I going through this time of suffering? And, you know, the enemy is stripping us of our armor, keeping us from humbly coming before the Lord. And in that, you know, what do we do when we have our armor stripped and our our weapons are taken away, you know, the sword of the spirit, what happens? The enemy has full control and we indeed are captives, you know, when in reality, what are we? We are sons and daughters of the living God, Mm -hmm. the sovereign King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, who has given us the full authority um, over his kingdom through Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen. And, and, you know, talking to going into talking about what you had mentioned before about uh, the fake president or whatever you want to call him. The foe. Yeah. The, the foe, foe president. Yeah. So what, foe what's Joe, foe Joe. <laughs> Sorry. what can you tell us? And maybe you did on another podcast that I, I just didn't see but what can you tell us about when he said he said mentions the other day somebody's they're telling me a storm is coming god save the queen and then he walks <laughs> off the stage that was great i mean just the <laughs> you know like you're like okay what um what was that about <laughs> right exactly i i think really it's comms i think that you know we're gonna my big question, you know, kind of all along has been is, is what we're seeing? Is it indeed a movie? Are these actors in that position? Are they really, you know, on the bad side? Or are they working with the good military? Um, you know, I can tell you that I don't think just anybody's going to be saying, you know, we have a storm coming and God save the queen unless they're sending that out as a specific communication, meaning something specifically, but we all know that queen is, is gone. Um, right. You know, the British queen is gone. So unless he's talking about somebody who stepped into that place, um, you know, or was he talking about a queen over the system? I don't know. Mm. So it's interesting. Definitely something interesting. And it was, laughable because he just walked off the stage after he said it as if he it's no big deal the storm is upon us god save the queen and you know and 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 i don't say because i'm not one of those people that believes that we shouldn't do anything or stand up for right things because you know the the system that side of the system is bad or because i believe you should stand up for righteousness no matter what i mean the reason that i'm i register as a republican in the first place I mean, it's the same thing that Donald Trump said, but I mean, it's, I didn't say it because of him. It's been the, my whole life. You know, I grew up realizing I'm not for abortion. I'm for I'm for freedom of religion. I'm for freedom of speech. I'm for, you know, all the things that that seems to line up on that side. That's that's the whole reason why it's that simple. 
And, you know, be why? Because they're biblical beliefs. I mean, our country was supposed to be founded on Judeo-Christian principle, period. Nothing, not all these other things that they've changed and skewed, I guess is the word, mm -hmm. from, from what it was supposed to be. So just uh, another question, Jesse, is can you touch on maybe a little bit if i know i had sent you the article and and i we had posted it to twitter about the fairy tale castle that we saw um, which was castle neuschwanstein there was oh my gosh there was all of a sudden and if you guys notice look, look in the media there's been multiple things out and i mean there's trafficking things in the news media almost every single day now i mean it's just there every day it was this was not the way that it was Mm -hmm. And so you you see that this somebody was supposedly two women were raped, tortured, and then thrown from this huge bridge. I don't know how they lived for what that's. And worth. that was right after I I brought out, um, you know, made public the decode on the flag. That's right. Mm -hmm. That was you know at the White House, and really that that was a declaration of war by women in the system. Um, you know, we went. All of that's included timothycharles.com right. mm -hmm. as that episode. And then also the uh, material that I show from the system about the ribbons and what those mean. Um, you know, so it's not just, you know, we're showing you where it's coming from. Right. And, you know, who are the highest women in that system? It's the mothers of darkness and their castle is Nurschwanstein. So you know, you have to ask why were two women murdered there immediately after that was put out? You know, that's mm. not just an accident. It's not just random tourism. Uh, why were they murdered, you know, near that area, near that bridge? Uh, that's a very specific statement. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a, it's a threat. And, you know, they're trying to silence people. And, you know, I think that we need to watch for that stuff. That, that's right. You know. Yep, that's exactly right. And I wanted to recap because you know we, we you talked about this so long ago, and it happened quite a while ago. But was George H. W. Bush's funeral? Remember when they all got the envelopes? Right. That they were all that they all had received. I mean, going back to that, it basically said that they have it all. They have it all. <laughs> So, so if we, so I'm just recapping that because I want everybody to remember, you know, it's so easy to forget the good that's come from all these things that have happened thus far, because I mean, please turn the news media off. You know, you want to look at it for references, but don't take a steady diet of that because they'll just keep you constantly in turmoil and they'll get you, you know, it's so easy to forget the good that's happened when we, when we look to these things and so remember all the good stuff that's come all this time I and mean, we look how far we've come and what i mean i just saw yesterday or the day before it was like the anniversary of president trump coming down the escalator to announce he's going to run for president that's already been eight years ago i mean that is so hard to believe that was 2015 yeah. and we're in 2023 now and so i believe with all my heart i really do that I mean, Satan is the God of this world, but I do believe that God's going to have the last word in this whole thing. I really don't believe that we're just going to be pushed around and pushed into a corner and made to be fools of. I mean, the truth has to come out. The Bible says, I mean, go read the scriptures. What do they say? There's nothing secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be made known and come abroad. I mean, that's just one. That's in multiple places throughout the Bible. The truth yeah. will come out. Look at what President Trump's um, social media Mm -hmm. um, company is called truth 
think about that in itself. Truth. Every time he does something, it's called you truth. And you can go in there and retruth what's the truth that he's brought. So stay, stay firm in your faith. Um, another thing is Jesse, you know, I, I saw that you had posted and Veronica Swift is so wonderful. You know, I've messaged back and forth. There's so many times I have her book uh, that I've, that I've read through. That is great. And I highly recommend that you get that book. I mean, it's pretty much, she just put together testimony from multiple survivors. Jesse's one of them. Um, mm -hmm. But you had posted on there this picture that she had that she had brought out, and it was the and it talked about this. and And I want people to understand what this really is, because even though Freemasonry is different than being a Satanist, but why, Jesse? So Satanists have to go through Freemasonry to teach, so they can teach them ancient symbols. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think that that's the core. We talked about the different departments that are in charge of the system's assets, and the assets being. You know, either you're a hierarchy child, born bloodline, um, you know, you're born to take a position within the system, whether it's a high position or even just a low general position. Um, your your life is meant to revolve around making sure that the system continues. Mm -hmm. um, the other children are the expendable assets, which are, you know, what they're going to, to the fullest extent, make money off of those children. That's right. And we've talked about how, you know, within that system, there's five departments and, mm -hmm. um, you know, those are the Masons, the Mormons, the Jesuit Catholic, the Satanists and the Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in that, each of those departments are in charge of a, a program or training. Um, you know, their job is to train up those ex whether you're expendable, they're going to train you to do your job or whether you're an asset, you know, where you're hierarchy, they're going to train you to do your job in the position wow. um, within the system. And so, you know, in that, you know, the first three le levels of that are degrees, um, you know, from Mason to master mason you're learning just the generalities that's meant for recruiting they want to get you into those specialties beyond um you know so that's really where people start off and you know there's so much christianity at that focus mm. they want you know they want to focus on the your christian beliefs your faith your spirituality your morals your ethics um you know, they want you to pick humanitarian efforts, which then it gets into the charity for humankind. And, you know, they want everybody to be in that operational um, part, you know, where they're getting money um, off of that recruiting. They're getting you to invest in humanitarian efforts. They're getting you to work so that you have money to provide in into the system for those humanitarian efforts um so that's kind of the base of that yeah and, and that's what i just wanted you to touch on just because I, I just want people to go back and remember don't forget you know we're on the winning side don't don't let these these things and that that we're seeing every single day get you discouraged it's easy believe me i can get discouraged pretty easily myself when i look at that stuff but um Another thing I wanted to talk about, which I forgot to at the beginning, but we, Jesse and I were talking beforehand. I don't understand why, when all this stuff's going on, why is there not someone in Congress beeping a horn every single day, nonstop, until this stuff stops? 
I mean, if these people are truly on our side, why is there not someone up in D.C. every day saying, let the Jan Sixers free, let the Jan Sixers free, stop child trafficking, stop child trafficking. I mean, just on and on and on we could go. Stop the corruption with the IRS. Stop the, you know, all this, all these evil things, These what's going on in these underground military bases with the weaponization of children and yeah. things like that. And so I, I just wanted to say, if there's any way, if there's anybody out there that knows how that I can run for Congress, I would be love to be that guy to go to Congress and tell them, you know, I told Jesse a story. And I know some of you that watched the podcast with my dad, we had a time where we, you know, we lobbied in, in the Capitol and we were sitting before a guy who was from Louisiana. I forget his last name. I want to say it was Richardson. But anyway, and he asked me, he says, you have anything to say? I was 10 years old. You know, I, what do I know? I don't really, but I remember doing this. And so then he said, you know, Casey, one day you could be up here doing the same thing that I'm doing. Well, I would love to, because believe me, I wouldn't shut up until they did something about it. They would either have to do something to me or do something about it. Because I mean, this is just, if we don't stand for what's righteous, I don't know what's left at that yeah. point. What do we have left? I think that can be for? the most powerful thing about, you know, the this group of men, that the Gideons that God is going to mm -hmm. raise up. That's right. I believe that there's more that, you know, we need good men who we are do. standing up in our Congress and we need good men fighting for what the real issues are. Right. And, you know, if you're interested and or want to support Casey in that, I think we need to get groups together and get going on that and Amen. Uh, email Casey and, and we'll That's get right. it going here. So. That's right. And one last thing I want to say is a shout out to, and, and she's been on with George and Jesse about this past week because they, their show's tonight, I guess. And stay tuned for that, the review report tonight at eight, right, Jesse? Special yep, night. Eight and uh, the after, show at the, nine. after show at nine. Yeah. Roseanne has been dropping bombs, people. You know, you everybody's looking for information of somebody that was actually in Hollywood, somebody that was actually witnessed things, you know, was pretty much just shut down to nothing, had to flee. Mm -hmm. I give her a shout out. I mean, Roseanne is really dropping great and interesting things i mean she's telling you she went into talking about you know uh personality disorder she's talked about mk mk ultra she now started her own podcast um you know talking about these things so pay attention to what these people are saying that don't let it be so hard to believe i mean it is the i, I understand it's hard to understand or to fathom that that could even be real but it is real and jesse yeah. is another whistleblower and you know one of the interesting things that she says again and again is she just loves Jesse. And she said, she's one of the only ones out there that's bringing forth all these truths. And of course, president Trump is another one that she, that she absolutely follows yeah. and loves as well. Correct, Jesse. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we've been standing together and stuff and all of that. And, you know, really uh, Trump has been one of the few individuals along with the good, you know, the good military, those men and women have been faithful to stand with you know, those of us, that, I don't even want to call us survivors, but overcomers right. who have That's been, right. you know, literally gut-wrenchingly fighting this system. And, right. you know, Trump and the, the good military have stood with us shoulder to shoulder till the end. And, you know, we will see it through. You know, we're at that that brink where, you know, the enemy has nothing to stand on because the Lord has given us the breakthrough. And that's, that's right. in Second uh, Samuel 520. Amen. Where King David proclaims, you know, he is the Lord of the breakthrough. And, um, you know, who is the enemy who stands at that point of breakthrough? You know, in that verse, it talks about uh, the place being called Baal Perizim. Mm -hmm. Perizim meaning breakthrough. 
Mm-hmm. And who is that last principality who stands there trying to hinder us from having that breakthrough? It's Baal. Mm-hmm. But the Lord has already told him he does not get the breakthrough because the sons of the living God are taking it. And, you know, what does scripture say about these days, this time, this period that we're in? It says, you know, all of creation that's right. Waits in hopeful expectation for the revealing of the sons of God. And that's Absolutely. us. Mm-hmm. We're stepping forward. And, you know, it's an exciting time. And we, it the is. Lord will give us the victory. A- you know, Amen. And, and I love it, you know, for such a time as this, we were all created for such a time that God chose us to be here at this point in time. That's a, that is a special calling. You know, it could have been any time in history, but it's not. It's at this time. And just to go back what you're talking about when you're talking about Paul, what did Gideon take down? What was the first thing he did when and he alters a bull? That's right. So and Astra. Yeah. That's it. So I'm into that. So with that, Jesse, <laughs> so all those know, men you want to take on, on, you know, let's do it. We're meeting ball at that point of breakthrough. And he's not, you know, it's interesting because in that the Lord gave us another passage, Psalm uh, 78, mm-hmm. where, you know, he's been showing me all about, you know, the different weapons of warfare that are not of this world. And, um, the kingdom currency so Mm -hmm. in that passage it talks about the um the caraway and the cumin harvest and it's like oh okay lord like you know you're teaching me spiritual truths through these different harvests and things like that so i looked up like how do you harvest you know caraway and cumin Mm -hmm. and literally you would gather all the stocks but you take a stick and you you beat it until Mm -hmm. the grains come loose so what's interesting is that is think about that. What does Ball do? He he basically is stealing the wheat, the harvest, and he's mm-hmm. holding on to those stocks. And so in that, you know, we're able to we are able to strike down, to strike him down. And as we do that, it breaks loose that wheat that he's been holding on to. That's right. That is the fruit. And so, you know, sometimes we gotta get violent you know mm-hmm. in a spiritual manner violent faith. Our, <laughs> violent faith to That's get it. that fruit to break loose mm-hmm. and you know it's interesting too i believe we're in the time of the wheat and the tares i mean look at the beginning of this whole thing if everybody would have gone and said oh my gosh we got to take all these people out and, and we would have done something right at the beginning well here we are a couple years later and there's a lot of tares that everybody thought were wheat right at the beginning yeah. So it's all going to happen on the Lord's timing. I really believe that it is. I I say it every time. I believe the best is yet to come. And uh, God's got something great for our nation. I believe God's got something great for the body of Christ. And I believe we're going to get through this thing. So with that, Jesse, would you just uh, do a short prayer for us? And uh, we'll close today. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you because you alone are the God of the breakthrough. Lord, we thank you that your word says that you will deliver our enemies into our hands and we come against them, not with sword, not with spear, not with javelin, Lord, but we come against them in your name, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you that there is no name in heaven or earth that has more authority, that there is no name that is higher than your name, Yeshua. We thank you for that. We praise you. And we ask that we would go forward um, and live our lives the way that you have designed us to live. Let us 
live out the good works that you have prepared in advance for us to do in these days. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Amen. Jesse, that was a great episode. I think that was one of our best ones that we've ever done I so far. I think so, far. too. I, I, I can tell you, I came under this when I first got on with Jesse, I was felt heavy from some things, but praise God, I believe they've lifted. And I think, like I said, the best is yet to come everybody. So you guys have a great day and we'll, we'll catch you next time.